Welcome to the Mastery Podcast with your host, Mark Coles. I have dedicated the last 15 years as a fitness professional to mastering my mind, my craft, and my business. It is my passion and mission to help each of you to do the same. Over the coming episodes, I will be providing you with all the necessary tools to be able to take full control of your career and your life. I'm really looking forward to going on this very exciting journey with you. So let's get started. What's up guys? Welcome to a very special episode of the Mastery Podcast today. This will also be a video and I really hope you enjoy listening to it or watching it. It's been on my mind now for a while to create a video paying respect to my late father. To those of you who know or maybe not know, my father passed away earlier this year after a relatively short battle relative to his life with cancer. And uh, my father was and always will be my biggest inspiration. He taught me more than I could ever know about being a man, about being a father, ultimately something that's very important to me and my wife. He taught me a lot in business. My father was always very modest with his accomplishments, but he built an empire. With his business partner, Chris, they have an incredible business, which now my family, my brother and my sister, are dedicating a lot of their time to ensuring that his legacy continues, to which I'll always be incredibly grateful. Now, I spent countless hours with my father over the years, Sunday evenings very frequently, just talking about business and life. And it's funny, it's not until somebody leaves you that you actually have time to really reflect on some of the lessons that you learn because kind of take it for granted that we're having all these conversations and they've been shaping me. They've been now enabled me throughout the years to be able to just have a different perspective on situations that I was going through. And as a son, and you'll probably relate to this, there were so many times where I went, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I actioned what he told me. And it wasn't until somebody leaves you that you go, God, he impacted that area, that area, that area. Do you know, one of the, the, the before I get into the, the, the kind of 10 things I want to share with you in terms of his lessons, one thing that he said to me was this, you will outgrow Newark, which is the hometown where I grew up. And I said, no, no, I won't. I'm here till I die. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm Newark through and through. He said, you will. And then I opened a gym in Nottingham and uh, I moved to Nottingham and he said, see, and then after a while of being in Nottingham, he said, you will outgrow Nottingham and I will see you living in London. And I said, no, I won't, no, I won't. I want to keep close enough to Newark. And uh, sure as eggs are eggs, here I am in London. He was very wise, very, very wise, very smart, very intelligent. And I wanted to share some of the lessons that I've learned from him over the years in the hope that his 
lessons can carry on through you guys in the fitness industry and I'm sure those of you who know him if you've seen me put the episode of the podcast up or YouTube are watching this people that knew dad um, people that are friends of mine who have known him very well and I hope you these lessons you probably remember from some of the conversations you've had with him too the first point that stands out to me we all live a life of comparison, comparing ourselves to other people. And I remember asking my dad one day, Dad, did you ever go through comparing yourself to other people? Um, I used to ask him questions like a mentor. I always used to ask him very direct questions. They're just things I wanted to know. I know how successful he had become. Um, and to me, the answers he always would give me would be very real and very honest. And I said, yeah, have you ever compared yourself? Have you ever struggled with that? Because in our day today, you know, with social media and everything else, um, I went to see what he said, and he just said, I'm so focused on what I want to achieve, I haven't got time to focus on anybody else. And that really rung true with me, because I have my own vision of where I want to go. And when it's not been very, very clear, I've often found myself comparing myself to other people. And when he said that to me, it just reminded me to always be focused on my thing. You know, he always said to me that what other people do, Mark, it's not important. What's important is what you're here to do. Who you're here to provide for and support for. Kind of gets me a little bit telling, saying that to you today because I can almost imagine him saying that to me in times in my life now where... Naturally, we look at what other people are doing and we always have this kind of like just analysis. I'm very, very good at creating vision plans and goals and he always had them. So that was my first point. The second thing, which those of you who know my dad, knew my dad, we all still know him. He, uh, he listened intently. I remember going to dinners and sitting with him and I would be in the car sometimes and I, that would always say to me, not one question about me this evening. Always remember that, Mark. Don't ever expect people to talk to you about you, but always be interested in them. And it's interesting in the fitness industry because whenever people are with me, they, they're naturally always wanting to ask me questions. But in the back of my mind, I always have are you being interested in that other person? Are you being interested in them? Because dad would go to dinners. Dad actually enjoyed and thrived off going to big, off, you know, going to big events and not knowing anyone, not knowing anybody. And he's just interested in people. And he said, you know what? You'll learn more in business and get ahead in business when you listen to more people and ask questions than you do speak about yourself. And that's always a challenge because I'm always getting asked a lot of questions in the fitness industry by a lot of people, but I can forget that every single person that we meet has got a lesson that we can learn. And um, that was a big thing for dad, always speak to people. And he was, does you know him, <laughs> knew him. He, he, he literally would just love talking to people. And that's where you get the most lessons. The next thing, and this was quite interesting. I remember buying a BMW, my, one of my first nice cars. Um, and I went into dad's office and I sat down and I said, dad, it's amazing, what do you think? And he went, 
How much are you going to service? How much are the tires going to cost? Oh, that's a smart. And he always looked at worst case scenario. He always had, and I've learned this now in life, a balanced perspective. If you want to buy a house, okay, cool. You love the house. Let's look at the roof condition. Let's look at the structure. Let's look at the survey report. And I'd, I'd always say to dad, no, 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 no. Like, I, I love it. I really, really want it. Same thing with the car. Dad always had a balanced perspective. He'd never go in with emotion. He'd always say, okay, what's the downsides? The funny thing is, the more I've learned about psychology over the years, as, 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 as little as dad was studied in, in the field of psychology, and I do a lot more now with the coaching that I do, it was amazing that dad looked for the downsides. And it's, as we learn now in psychology, looking for the downsides is so important because it gives us a balanced view on things. So dad always had a balanced view. He wasn't emotional. He wasn't reactive. And when I looked around my first house with him and I said, dad, I love it. I love it. And he said, well, sit back. Let's go and talk about it. And I wanted to put an offer in there and then, but he didn't want me to do that. He wanted me to go away and look at the ups, the downs, the goods, the bads, and come up with a balanced perspective of whether or not it was a good deal. So that was a huge one. This was a really, really important lesson that I learned when I was younger. And to those of you who are relatively new to any industry, he said, in the early days, remember that you're when you're being employed by somebody, you're being paid to learn. And I always say this to anybody that's, whether they're working in our organization or whether I speak to young fitness professionals who are um, starting out as a fitness instructor, they're getting a salary job to start with. You're not skilled. And if you can get a guaranteed income, be grateful to be in that organization because you're being paid by them to be in there providing a service, but also having the opportunity to learn, which that lesson that dad's taught me carries on week by week when I speak to younger fitness professionals. And so I hope that helps because having that stability, don't resent who you're working with and for. That's what he used to say to me. Don't be resentful to, 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 to people that are helping you by providing you an opportunity to learn. Now, those of you who knew dad will, will laugh at this one. My dad delegated everything. Whether it was to his wonderful friends who helped drive him sometimes, Greenberg, incredible guy. Whether it was to cleaners, whether it was to people in his organization, whether it was paying for bills and one thing or another, whether it was his admin or accounting, um, even down to the minute detail, those who are watching this, who knew him, would know that dad had a lot of different people doing a lot of different things, but that just allowed him to have his quality of life. It afforded him to be able to do what he wanted to do and not do the things that he didn't want to do. And with that, you had a very uh, relaxed, content person knowing that various different people were being supported financially to help him do things that he didn't really want to do. And this has been something that's massively important to me that's carried on is that I can stay doing the things that I want to do the most um, by delegating. And when you delegate, that always said to me, you're actually helping somebody else because they're earning from you and doing things that they enjoy, which gives you the freedom and time to continue to do the thing that you love and enjoy. 
So he loved delegating and delegated a lot, but he also lived a lot, loved a lot, laughed a lot, and spent a lot of time doing what he loved doing. Dad always had a project. This is a big thing for me in business. If you're not inspired and motivated every day, what are you working towards? So if your energy and inspiration and motivation was low, Dad said, there's not a plan. You've not got anything you're working on. Projects, he always used to call them. Whether it was a, a property project that he was working on for himself, whether or not it was um, something new within the organization, Dad always had something. He was investing in some property uh, with a friend. There was always something that he was doing. And uh, that always reminded me that when you're a little bit quiet, how do you have a project? When you're feeling a little bit like, oh, nothing's really going on, you've got something you can create. And he always had something he was focused on and therefore he was continually, always inspired. He'd be in his office working, doing things, talking to people about little projects that he got going on. But my dad was in the office on Tuesday and he died at the weekend. Um, he worked up till the day he died, but my dad loved what he did. And I always take that. I'm always inspired, I always have projects, always have things that are down the line, one, three, five years down the line. Um, and I thank him for that. This flows into this one. Dad always said to me, love what you do and it'll never be work. And that's so, so important because dad only wanted me, my brother and my sister to be happy. That's actually what he wanted because if you're loving what you do, it won't be work. And my job, I, you know, I had the opportunity to work for dad for years, I did. Property, it wasn't for me. And I just found what it was that I wanted to do, where I was happy. Um, and I love what I do, and it isn't work. And my dad loved what he did, and it wasn't work. And I always wondered why was he able to just keep going? He wasn't stressed, he worked hard, there was stress within the role, but he wasn't stressed because he didn't enjoy it. And that's why I've always encouraged people to be inspired and love what you do. And it won't be work and it'll be effortless and it'll be less stressful. Um, Dad always taught me to think bigger. That's why he always would try and say to me, you know, Newark's not going to be home forever for you. I know you're going to be moving on. Nottingham's not going to be home forever. I know you're going to move on. Um, and even in London, he would always ask me kind of, you know, what's the plan? Dad always encouraged me to think big. Dad always thought big. Everything that he did, his portfolio, his property empire, everything he was doing, he would always encourage me to think bigger. And I think that, that everything that I'm sharing with you today is lessons that I, I carry on with as a mentor for so many coaches that I work with all over the world. Is if there's no project, if you're flat out doing something you're not enjoying, delegate it. If you're not thinking bigger, you're not gonna be inspired. And it's quite funny that they, on a day-to-day -day basis, I have my picture of my father in front of me on my desk and he's leading me. Because every time I see him, I, I, I say, what would you have said in this scenario? Think bigger, delegate that role. Are you inspired, are you happy? And these things carry through and I hope you're finding value in what I'm sharing with you right now. Dad never stopped helping people, my next point. My dad helped a lot of people. He gave a lot to people. And helping people is really important. I mean, my role in the fitness industry is helping. Um, I do a lot and I care a lot for a lot of people. 
And I think a lot about how much my dad cares for people. That's on my mind a lot. Not to replicate my father. Um, I have my own vision, my own values of where I want to go and what's important to me in my life. But we watch other people and we learn from other people and we see whether or not certain characteristics and values in other people are inspiring to us. And then we can mirror model, learn and adapt them to our own values and personality and vision. But my dad's, my dad was just the most caring and considerate person and helped people. He was always saying, are you okay? Remember we used to go into the office in Birmingham and he was more interested in talking to the staff in the office about how they are, whether or not their children was okay, whether or not their husband was okay, whether or not, you know, what they were doing at this time of the year, Christmas, whatever, than he was going in and speaking straight to the directors, the accounts, whatever. He, he knew within business that, you know, everybody else in the business was really, really important. And he wanted to know if everybody was okay, know if there's anything he could do. And that was very inspiring. The final thing is that my dad invested so much over the years. He would always say, hock yourself to the hilt, borrow, invest. He had such a long-term strategy for his life, such a long-term vision. And that long-term vision involved family, involved making sure that dad lived so much for what he could leave behind. It's not till I got to my early 40s, now 44, I realized what he was doing. The fact that he's now no longer here and there is a, a family business, there is investments, and he built so much of his life for what he was gonna leave behind. And I've not really had that mindset growing through my life so far. And as my wife and I start to now think about having children, it's become very, very important to me that the legacy, the future, the investments, and everything that I'm building is for the future as well. And uh, I thank him for that because I've watched what he's been doing for years and years and years and years. And it makes sense. And I'm inspired to do the same for my family and ensure that there is legacy, ensure that there is a base for my children to grow from and feel stable and secure like he did for us. My dad gave me my wings and taught me how to fly. And I wanna give my children wings so they can fly. And the lesson from that bit was the fact that he invested for the future, not just for today. He wants to be bloody enjoyed today. He left a lot for everybody else and he was constantly doing things to leave that for the future. So that's my closing thought. Guys, I hope you Really enjoyed hearing this, listening to this, watching this. It's been quite emotional for me going through all these. Um, but I know this video will be here, the podcast will be here for years to come and you can learn lessons from my father like he taught me. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it. For now, take care and I'll speak to you soon.